0: Welcome to the C3 Church Watson podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, develop you as a follower of Christ, and empower you to build the church. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. Today we're finishing our Persons of Interest series, and uh, we've looked at Esther, we've looked at Moses, we've looked at Abraham. And today we're looking at Daniel, Dan the man. So of course this is only just a, a quick snapshot of of these lives. I mean, it's it's impossible to do anything else than just a quick snapshot and today we're going to look at just two chapters of Daniel, chapters 5 and 6. So who was Daniel? When we first hear of him, he is a young man who has been taken from his home in Judah. He's been exiled with some other young men. The Bible tells us that Daniel is a man of integrity. He is a man of prayer. This is going to be too loud. Someone needs to turn me down. Thank you. Uh, He is a man of prayer. He is a man who refuses to compromise. He is a man of obedience. He is a man who trusts God no matter what. Who thinks they're great things, great attributes for anyone to have? Integrity, prayer, no compromise, obedience, trusting God no matter what. What a good guy. So we're going to look at chapters 5 and 6. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for the word of God. I thank you, God, that, you, that it is alive, it is powerful, and it is active. God, and I thank you that your word is alive, powerful, and active today in our lives. God, I pray, Lord, that these words that I speak would be your words, not my words, God, and that they would fall on great soil. The soil of our heart would be fertile and it would grow into <clears throat> beautiful trees and abundance in Jesus' name. Amen. Who's ready? Great, so the king of the the time, Belshazzar, he was Nebuchadnezzar's nephew and he decided to have a party and during the party he takes some golden, some holy golden goblets that Nebuchadnezzar took from the temple in Jerusalem and he uses them in a way that pretty much mocks God. It shows great disrespect for God. Daniel 5. So they brought these gold cups taken from the temple, the house of God in Jerusalem, and the king and his nobles, his wives, and his concubines drank from them. Is that okay? No. No, it was not okay. Verse uh, 5. Daniel 5, 5 and 6. Suddenly they saw, just think about this for a moment. Just get a picture in your head. Suddenly they saw the fingers of a human hand writing on the plaster wall of the king's palace near the lampstand. The king himself saw the hand as it wrote, and his face turned pale with fright. His knees knocked together in fear, and his legs gave way beneath him. So this was some party. Think about that, hey? You're having a party, you're having a drink. And all of a sudden, a human hand turns up and starts writing on the wall. It's like Raiders of the Lost Ark on steroids or something. At this point, Daniel was in his early 80s. He'd been in exile since a teenager type age. And he'd he'd, um, seen God do many miracles. If you can read through Daniel, it is a fabulous book to read. God had used him in Babylon Babylon, and God had caused him to rise higher and higher and higher in leadership. He interpreted a dream so that he and a lot of other people didn't die. He saw King Nebuchadnezzar be full of pride and God humbled him and he went mad. And then Nebuchadnezzar decided, okay, I'm going to be humble now. And then he got his mind back. He saw some pretty amazing things and God used him in some amazing ways. He'd had quite a ride and his life had been full. But if you're over 35 today, or I don't know, what would it be in these days? Anyway, I'm not going there. Even in Daniel's later years is what I want to say. He still had work to do. He still had a part to play In fact, it was a huge part to play in God's plans. God had not finished with him. And I want to say to you today, no matter how old you are, God has not finished with you. As long as we still have breath in our body, we have a part in advancing God's kingdom. God has a plan and a purpose for you being here on this planet, and it doesn't matter how old you are. There is always something up ahead with God. See, in this day and age, we, we can have a love affair with youth. And look, it's great. It's great. They should be standing on our shoulders. They should be going further than we've ever gone. They really should. And we need to make sure that happens. But older people can sometimes feel left on the shelf, God is not finished with you yet. You still have a huge part to play in advancing his kingdom. So Daniel was 80 and they brought him in to interpret this message because no one else could. This is the message that was written. Mene, Mene, Tekel and Parson. Oh, is it coming up? Sorry. Daniel 5. This is what the words mean. Mene means numbered. God has numbered the days of your reign and has brought it to an end. Tekel means weighed and you have, been, you have been weighed on the balances and have not measured up. Parson means divided. Your kingdom has been divided and given to the Medes and the Parisians. Then at Belshazzar's command, Daniel was dressed in purple robes. A gold chain was hung around his neck and he was proclaimed the third highest ruler in the kingdom. That very night... Belshazzar, the Babylonian king, was killed and Darius the Mede took over the kingdom at the age of 62. It's not a very uplifting story, is it? Did that come up on the screen? Great. Verse 26 said, God said to this guy, God has numbered the days of your reign and brought it to an end. In other words... You may be a king, but guess what? I'm the king of kings. I am. In verse 27, you said, you have been weighed on the scales and found waiting. In other words, I have seen what has been going on, and I know, verse 28, your kingdom has been divided and given to the Medes and the Persians. I am acting right now. I am the one who's in control. God has Got it. The message of Daniel is this God has it. Through ups and downs, the good and the bad, He's got it. In this situation, the writing was on the wall literally. And that's where that term actually came from. The finger of God, He let Belshazzar know what was going to happen. And you know what? There is writing over your life. The finger of God has written His words over your life. And they are found in his word. And they are powerful words that you need to know. They are, the Bible says, songs of deliverance. They are good works for you to walk out. They are the fact that you are an overcomer and greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. There are many more words that God has written over your life. And they are more powerful, I'm here to say, than any other words that may have been written over your life. God said, I am, I see, and I act. He is the great I am. He is the God of the universe. What he plans cannot be thwarted. You know, it wasn't actually looking much like that during the party that was going on. While people were drinking and and celebrating and Babylon was rising and where was God? Why was he allowing this to go on? He was actually there waiting to move. He was there waiting to move at the right time and establish And he will establish his purposes in your life and on this earth. Job 42 says, Then Job replied, I know that you can do anything and no one can stop you. See, God being the great I am was was not particularly positive for Belshazzar because he set himself up against God. But I want us to remember today that he is the great I am and his purpose for our lives for our city, for our nation. His purpose for your life, for this city, for our nation will not be thwarted. Sometimes we look out and we think, well, I cannot see how that's going to happen. No purpose of his will be thwarted. He's totally committed to bringing about the purpose he has for your life and he has the power to do it. So when I was born... And I was not healthy. And the doctor said to my mother, we're putting her in a humidity crib and, you know, probably, she probably won't make it. So just sort of, just leave her there. And so for three days, no one touched me. This was a long time ago. I'm old. <laughs> because the doctor had written words over my life. But you know what? There were other words written over my life. (laughs) And they were God's words. And God had a plan and a purpose for my life. And he has a plan and because he is the great I am. And it matters. It doesn't matter in a lot of ways what anyone else says. It matters what he says. What has he written over your life? So he is the great I am. He also said, I see and I know. God sees and he knows. Some people at times feel like their situation is not noticed. Man, they may feel invisible. They may feel like God doesn't care less. You may be here today and you may think, well, God doesn't care what happens to me. I mean, does he even know what, what's happening in my life? I want to tell you today that God sees and he knows and you do matter to God. Uh, You may feel like this, Isaiah 40 says, Oh Jacob, how can you say the Lord does not see your troubles? Oh Israel, how can you say that God ignores your rights? Ever felt like that? Have you, have you ever felt like it doesn't matter what you do or where you go or what you say because God is silent, he's not accessible to you? Just because you can't see him doesn't mean he's not there. Just because you can't feel him doesn't mean he's not there. In Job 23, Job said, if only I could find him, if only I could go to where he is. I, I go to the north and he's not there. I go to the south and he's not there. I look to the east and, and he's hidden and I look to the west and... And I don't know where he is. He said, but he knows the way I take. Even though, even though I can't access him, he knows the way I take. And at just the right time, he will act for you. God is the God who acts. And he's never early. And he's never late. The problem isn't that God is too slow. It's sometimes that we are too fast and we are too impatient and we want it now and we don't understand times and seasons. I mean, Jesus understood times and seasons. He spent three years. What did he do for the rest of the time? What did he do? He lived he ate, he drank, he went to the temple, he built things, he played with his brother. He. What did he do? And then, you know, do you think he went at 20? Well, you know what, God, I'm ready. Come on, it's time. It's time for me to, to be uh, found, noticed. It's time for me to move up. He understood times and seasons, and he understood that there was a time to act. God sees, God knows, and God will act at the right time. At the right time. Belshazzar reigned for quite a number of years, and it, and it may have looked like, to anyone looking on, it may have looked like, That he was just getting away with everything. But then just at the right time, God moved and the kingdom was taken from his hands. God acts at just the right time. You look in the Bible, there are periods of time when it looks like nothing's happening. But nothing's not happening. (laughs) It's not that nothing's happening. It's never that nothing's happening. It's just that we can't see what's happening. So we think nothing's happening. God, nothing's happening. What are you doing? Nothing's happening. Something's happening. God's moving in the right time. So chapter 6, there's a new ruler. His name is Darius. And he's a good guy. And um, Daniel was in a place of authority with Darius. But some of the other people... Some of the other leaders, some of the other people in in authority weren't happy about it. They, They wanted Daniel out of power and they were jealous of him. But God had his back. And you know what? God has your back all the time all the time. No matter what's happening, he's always got your back. These jealous men knew that that Daniel was a man of, of integrity, that he was a man of no compromise, and the only way to take him out, because that's what they were trying to do, was to make something he did because of his faith illegal. And so they came up with this great plan that no one should pray to God or man for 30 days. And if, if anyone broke this command, then where would they be thrown? This is a Bible, uh, Sunday school story. The lion's den. Daniel in the lion's den. So here we go, Daniel 6. But when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, that's that no one was allowed to pray for 30 days, what did he do? He went home. He knelt down as usual in the upstairs room. With its windows open towards Jerusalem, he prayed three times a day, just as he had always done, giving thanks to his God, just as he had always done, giving thanks to his God. Can I tell you that there are some things that we do in our lives that bring life and success to us? Daniel would not stop doing this very important thing that he had been doing for so long. Daniel had a fabulous habit and it's a habit that we all need. And what was it? It was the habit to pray. We can have all sorts of habits in our life. Who has bad habits? I have some bad habits. We can, you know, there's lots of them. Biting your fingernails, eating too much, eating unhealthy food not getting enough sleep, you know, wishing your life away in front of a screen, whatever. Too much of something, bad habits. But we can have good habits. Good habits are important. Daniel had a habit and, you know, this habit saw him through what he was just about to go into. It was a habit to pray. Pray. When things were going well, he prayed. When things weren't going well, he prayed. When he felt God, he prayed. When he didn't feel God, he prayed. When he was tired and afraid, he prayed. When he didn't feel like it, he prayed. He prayed. He could have stopped praying, but he couldn't stop praying (laughs) because prayer was his habit. You know, There's a book called The Power of Habit that Paul and I are reading, or he's probably read it. And it says this, when a habit emerges, the brain stops fully participating in decision making. Unless we fight it, the pattern or habit will unfold automatically. That can be really, really bad, or that can be really, really good. The brain stops fully participating in decision making. In other words, having a good habit is a decision made beforehand. Let's make our habits work for us. Let's set up good habits. You can do it. It's just a a habit. Daniel prayed even though he knew what it would mean. And he was found guilty of praying. And he was thrown into the lion's den. You know, the king didn't want to do it, but he had to because he'd signed this decree. Daniel 6, a stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den the king sealed the stone with his own royal seal and the seals of his nobles so that no one could rescue Daniel. The king returned to his palace and spent the night fasting. He refused his usual entertainment and couldn't sleep all that night. So Darius was upset. He was worried for Daniel. But a stone was brought and placed on the mouth of the den and sealed with the king's signet ring so that no one could rescue Daniel. And it was looking pretty pretty sad for this 80-year-old prayer warrior who God had used for so many years spectacularly. But can you remember another time after this fact that some people put the king of kings and the lord of lords in a grave? And they put a stone, they rolled it in front of the grave, and the devil thought he'd won, and he thought it was, the, it was final, and he was celebrating and laughing, and he was thinking that he was the victor. But what did God do? He moved the stone, he rolled away the stone. The Bible tells us they, they put a stone in front of the lion's den so that the situation couldn't be changed. So that it would remain the same. So that it would be hopeless. But they could have put a thousand stones in front of that den. But the situation was always going to change. Because there is no situation that we face that God cannot change. There is no stone that he cannot roll away. Your situation may have been going on for a long time. But there is no situation... You may have a a relationship issue. You may have a habit that you are desperately trying to break, a situation in your workplace that you cannot see a way through or a promise you're waiting on. Maybe you've given up because it's taken a long time. You don't have the one situation God can't change. You don't. Because some of you think you do, but you don't. The devil wants to put a stone over your situation and put his signature over it and call it finished. And he tried it once and it didn't work then and it won't work now in your life. God can change any situation. He has given us his word and he has given us his sword and it's the offensive weapon that we have. You have it. What are you going to do with it? Daniel 6, 19. Very early the next morning, the king got up and hurried out to the lion's den. When he got there, he called out in anguish. Isn't this guy awesome, this king? I love it. Daniel, servant of the living God, was your God, whom you serve, so faithfully able to rescue you from the lions? Daniel answered, long live the king. My God, (laughs) I'm here still, good answer. My God sent his angel to shut the lion's mouths so that they would not hurt me. For I have been found innocent in his sight and I have not wronged you, your majesty. The king was overjoyed and ordered Daniel be lifted from the den. Not a scratch was found on him for he had trusted in his God. God chose to let Daniel go into the lion's den. he His plan was to deliver him through the lion's den. My plan would be, can we just, you know, if it's going to be okay anyway, God, can we just not do the den? Can we just sort of skip to the next part? Anyone else with me? You know, that's, you know, that's like, pretty okay but there are times when he leads us to that place Darius was afraid for Daniel he was anguished about the whole situation you could hear it in his voice Daniel Daniel was your God here's the question when we're going into a den a lion's den are we a Daniel or a Darius Are we like, I mean, and it's a natural response to be a Darius. God, God, can you, will you, can you deliver me from this? God, will you do it, God, God? Or are we a Daniel? I'm just praying my way through this and I'm just trusting in God. I'm just trusting in my God. God. Psalm 55 says, He rescues me unharmed from the battle waged against me, even though many oppose me. That's the promise. He will rescue you unharmed. Okay, last scripture, Daniel 6, 26. This is after Daniel got out. He said, This I make a decree. That in all the dominion of my kingdom, men are to fear and tremble before the God of Daniel, for he is the living God. How cool is that? And his kingdom is one which will not be destroyed, and his dominion will be forever. He delivers and rescues and performs signs and wonders in heaven and on earth, who has also delivered Daniel from the power of the lions. See what happened at the end of this story is so brilliant. Daniel, Darius, I mean, was super impressed with God because of Daniel. The king was impressed with God through one of his servants. The king declared that he that God was the living God. See, we have a role in influencing the influential. We live in a city full of politicians. We have a role in influencing the influential. Daniel did that. We don't know who God has set us up to influence, but as Daniel's in this world, he will get, he will use us to do it. Let's continue to trust God. Can we get the music up please? Let's continue to trust God. No matter what. It's looking good. It's not looking good. Let's continue to trust God. Live with integrity. Get those godly habits going. See our city influence for Jesus. Because God's got it. He's got it. Let's shut our eyes. Father God, I thank you. (coughs) that you have got it. You've got every single person in this room, Lord. You created every one of them. Every one of us, God, created by you. Every one of us fashioned and formed. And your word says that you prepared works for us to do beforehand that we could walk them out. And Father, I pray, Lord, that you would bring clarity to some in this room today who are needing. A fine, a a fine tuner, a focus, God. In their purpose, in their works that you have created for them to walk out. I pray right now, Lord, that you would bring that by the power of your Holy Spirit, Father, for those that. need to know that your plans for their life will not be thwarted that your purpose will stand that you see and know and at just the right time you act Holy Spirit speak breathe, refresh put strength I pray. Thank you, God, that just as Daniel came out of that lion's den, God, you bring us through to the other side. Thank you, God. Holy Spirit. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.au. We hope to see you in church again this weekend.